He's in on the slot back. Donovan in the hole there. Running backs are split behind Montana. Third and three. He has the ball. Montana rolling out the right. Looking toward the end zone. Throwing under pressure. Throws his pass. Caught by Clark. Hello, 49er fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This week's show is brought to you by TheUltimateTailgaters.com. TheUltimateTailgaters.com is a great place for fans to unite and share their tailgating experiences. And to top it all off, I'll be interviewing on their podcast show in the coming weeks, so be sure to check out TheUltimateTailgaters.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a 49ers Paradise podcast show, please contact me at brian at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. You can also give us a call at 1-415-354-1083, press 1 and dial 1-747-628-7149, and the number signed to be connected locally from San Francisco to the 49ers Paradise podcast show. Of course, if you're interested in leaving a message or ask a question about the team, you can do so at that number too. And there are local calling numbers from throughout the United States on the 49ers Paradise podcast page. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. This week's show, I have one question from John in Nantucket. John is asking um, if the 49ers fullback situation has been really settled uh, between Norris and Hetherington. And uh, my answer is that I would be absolutely shocked if Hetherington is uh, a big part of the team this offseason or rather this season, mainly because he was cut by Norv Turner from the Raiders. And given that he was cut by Norv Turner, and Norv Turner is now the offensive coordinator of the 49ers, I would be very, very surprised if Turner thinks highly of him. I would uh, be even more surprised if Turner thinks more highly of him than Norris, who the team went out and picked up in free agency. Norris is a guy who is not much of a uh, running fullback, but he does a good job in the blocking situations. He was with the Texans, um, really, really an asset in the blocking uh, role, and I think that he will be the primary starter for the 49ers, and I also think you're going to see a little bit of uh, Anthony Adams playing on the offensive side of the ball in the fullback position in goal line and short yard situations, much like we saw last year. So given that, I don't think we're going to see too much of the uh, of the 49ers starting Hetherington, so I would say that the, the area has pretty much been uh, decided, although a lot can certainly change, um, I would not anticipate the 49ers relying on Hetherington. The next question I have here is from John in San Jose, who asks, if the 49ers are still so unsettled at wide receiver with the um, Arnaz battle, why the team isn't looking more seriously at trading for Lily from the Broncos? And uh, my answer to that is, I, I just don't think that the 49ers believe Lily would be an upgrade He'd have to come in and prove that he can stay healthy, stay active, go over the middle. Um, he is certainly a threat to go deep, but he's not the type of guy who would be going over the middle. And uh, right now, the 49ers appear to have a deep threat in Brian Gilmore. They seem to be enamored with him, uh, which is a very good sign, obviously. And I just don't think the Niners think they need a guy like Lily when you have Antonio Bryant and Vernon Davis on this team. I do think you're going to see a lot more of Vernon Davis in, as a second uh, read as opposed to Battle, but that's not just because of a health situation. Now, Battle did have to have some fluid drained from his knee, and um, it'll be interesting to see if he can stay healthy, because if he can't, this probably will be his last chance with the team. 
Um, that's not to say the 49ers don't have any answers if Battle can't be a go. Uh, certainly they'd like to see what they have in guys like Derek Hamilton and, and many others. But uh, for a start off, we're going to see Battle starting on this team. We're going to see Bryant and we're going to see the team relying quite heavily on Vernon Davis in the passing game. And uh, don't be surprised if we see a lot of two, two tight end sets to get both Davis and Johnson on the field at the same time. All right, so that brings us to um, the regular part of the show, and um, just a couple of things I want to talk about. The first, of course, is that the 49ers have five draft picks signed already, and that's pretty impressive if you ask me for this time of the year. Apparently, um, when they signed uh, Paris Harrelson, their fifth-round pick, the team uh, had about one-third of all of the NFL rookie signings were attributed to the 49ers, so the team had signed five and there were 15 or 17 or so uh, rookies who had been signed by their club so far. So the 49ers are clearly ahead of their game. This is clearly a different organization than there was under Terry Donahue. Um, The 49ers are looking to minimize holdouts, get their players on the field, and it just looks like they have their act together. So the signings so far have been four-year deals. They're all based on minimum salaries with a bonus. Um, And Delaney Walker, Melvin Ault, Oliver, Vicky Ilvan have all been signed uh, with the club, and then Marcus Hudson and Paris Harrelson were the more recent signings. So we're seeing bonuses um, in around 1.71, 1.695, 1.64 million being attributed to these players. Uh, sorry, that's total contract figures. Bonuses are haven't exceeded 105,000 as far as I know yet, though Paris Harrelson's um, bonus may be a little bit higher. It hasn't been disclosed yet. Um, in any case, it'll be interesting to see if the 49ers can get both of their first-round picks signed, um, Lawson and Davis, before the start of the training camp to avoid holdouts. That's most surely their goal. They want to get all their weapons on the field, see what they have, and um, they're well on their way. They only have four four players left to go, and certainly that's a, a great sign for this team. Um, also, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening with the supplemental draft. The supplemental draft is essentially players who um, either were not eligible or did not clear, did not declare for the official 2006 draft can declare for the 2006 supplemental draft. And then what happens is teams bid for these players based on uh, their position in the last draft. So if the 49ers, for example, bid a third-round pick and another team bid a second-round pick, then the team that bid the second-round pick would get him and lose their second-round pick in the 2007 draft. Um, Now, if, on the other hand, both teams bid a third-round pick, then the team with the higher third-round pick in 2006 gets the player and loses their third-round pick in the 2007 draft. Now, the 49ers appear to be fairly interested in a linebacker, a linebacker named Amon Brooks. He's pretty well-known. Mike Nolan was out... uh, scouting him the other day along with the rest of the team's scouts and uh, he's a pretty quick linebacker 4.53 second 40 sprint Um, he's active there are some questions with him um, certainly about injuries and the fact that he most missed most most of the 2005 season Um, array of medical issues including a knee uh, which has been surgically repaired he does appear healthy he did pass his um his medical, which is a good sign for him, 
but uh, he's still not running as well as he could be, certainly. And um, there are some questions also about his commitment to the game and just his overall uh, brightness or intelligence. So it'll be interesting to see where Brooks goes. I personally don't think he's worth more than a four considering his extra baggage around him, but I wouldn't be surprised if teams do give out more than a four. Because if, if he is healthy, if he plays like he can play, if he lives up to all his potential, if, 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 then he could be a serious playmaker. And um, I know the 49ers are not exactly desperate for a linebacker, and that's another reason why I don't think he's worth more than a fourth to this team in particular. So that pretty much sums up the news that's been around 49ers headquarters lately. Uh, The team is out of their offensive training or organized team activities, and uh, they're 34 days away from training camp. So it is around the corner. There has been a fan day released for 49er fans to come out to training camp. That information is available on 49ers.com. It's something the 49ers have been doing over the past few years because they haven't been allowing um, fans to come in and see their drills. So Saturday, June 24th, which is around the corner, um, literally, at Monster Park from 11 to 3 p.m., you can go in and see the 49ers participate in the family day, meet the players, free admission, free parking, um, and I'm sure it won't be the last opportunity to do so, but certainly if you can get out there, it should be a blast. All right, folks, that brings us to a close for this week's show. If you have any questions that you want to hear answered on the show, please feel free to call on the show. All the local numbers are available on the podcast page, or feel free to write in. Uh, Thank you very much, and until next week, take care and have fun. But the days of the 49ers had only just begun.